but once re God recognizes self, God also disappears. Like when you truly recognize the self, the self disappears, right? It's like the wind, when it comes to wind, the sky becomes the sky. It doesn't feel itself, it doesn't label itself. The only reason why you're not like as vast as the sky is because of the things that you haven't looked at. That's it. Doing nothing is like lifting weights, bro. Especially in the beginning where you haven't done nothing ever before, you know? Yeah, all cameras it, it comes down to that really, <laughs> just sensation, trying to entangle other sensations. The, the way I always describe it is the middle way is more like what transcends both sides of the duality, which includes both sides of the duality. But you need to kind of max out on both sides to be able to transcend them. So. Yeah, whatever you're feeling as a ground is the curricula for dissolution. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, what more can we, like, the end of measurement? There's nothing much to say, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here we are, Frank Yang, welcome back. Hello, Alice. <laughs> it's good to see your teeth. You too. Same. How have you been? Just, <laughs> it's so good. So good, my brother. You yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really happy we took that long <laughs> break so that we could deepen. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Yeah. Somebody asked me if uh, awakening is like an on and off switch or it goes on forever. I said both. Right. Yeah. yeah. I said there is an on and off switch, at least for me. And then the integration, whatever you want to call it, the deepening of the realization, and it goes on forever. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not the one who said that. I mean, I, I, I agree with that, but I hear a lot of people. Because right. like, life itself is integration, right? And life, the, that's what I like to call it the information shifter now because it's constantly morphing, you know? It's constantly shape-shifting. Right. Yeah, that's life. Yes. Even though the state, Even like, the you state, want, whatever you want to call it, non-duality, natural state, you want to call it, after the shift, right. it's after the same. The but the, how it's manifested and integrated to your... Yes. Changes every nanosecond. Like you said, it's like, uh, you said it earlier, it's like a workout, like a constant workout. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And recently you were talking about becoming the best athlete. Yes. Yes. I always use that. Yeah. The difference is though, after realization, after the doership is annihilated, it just happens. Like whatever right. integration that's going to happen, it just happens. Right. And your desire is absolutely no different from life's desire. Right. Yeah, and, and then I realized that the deeper the realization is whatever you do, even though it's not under control, it's, it's just what life, it's the best place for life itself. Yeah. It's like you can't go, you can't go wrong. Yeah. 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 Like there's certain things I have to like, but it's not like, oh, I got to like go to that. Oh, I got to start and meditate through. Like all that's been dissolved. Right, right. But the places that this thing is taking me, like, what if you want to call it universal world, that's taking over the personal world. You realize that it, it's taking you a place that you're never expected before. And there's not a, 
there's not a voice in your head saying it shouldn't be this way or this yeah. couldn't be this way or right. it shouldn't be any other way. That voice is gone. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like now you're zero just in resistance the, uh, to all sensations. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even it's like you sit in the back seat, like pretty much. Right. That's that's the only analogy I can right. think of. And right. then before you were sitting in the front seat, driving is the ego, and then throughout the integration, you kind of at first you're in the back seat, you're like, okay, fuck crazy this just like god just gave me this like infinite car to drive how do i drive this i don't know we even know what the key what are the buttons right and then you try to figure out how to drive it but then after a while i just realized wait the car's driving itself you don't need to do anything and then the places that this car was taking you just like in the backseat with your feet up yeah like i said earlier it just unexpected places yeah it's not even it's not even a, a point of expectation. It's not even like, oh my god, I didn't expect it. It's just, oh okay, this yeah. is what it's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since our last conversation, so many more of the things that you had been sharing became deeper and deeper in direct experience and realized, and. The most shattering, dissolving one was shifting from the concept of God uh, into emptiness. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and then that yeah. that was a whole different uh, realization. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just to, so we don't confuse our viewers. Uh, I still use the word God, but I use that interchangeably uh, to like reality, business, or just the mind, or whatever. Like you know, some people like God, and I can see that word. Confused, right? But and this is but the we key can thing. talk about the, the shift. And the um, and um. the key thing was being a person with the concept versus being the nothing, yeah, the yeah. nothingness, yeah. the energy itself, which. Yeah. isn't a thing and it's everything and so yeah. that that shift happening in the spring was crazy and yeah I, I, it, and then that's where the no the no doership and the no center started emerging more and more yeah. organically and i noticed that that emptiness and love being those two sides of the same coin started emerging more and more too Even so more and more this, yeah so this the spaciousness and the surrender to whatever was arising was so taking over and it was so beautiful yeah. and perfect no resistance yeah, to yeah. any to any experience or sensation yes. there even if it would be some like roaring of someone's conditioning in a yelling screaming way there would just be equanimity even mm -hmm. even if it would pinball off into some uh w desire to respond for a second that that equanimity would just i'm so open to healing this <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah man but... one of the insight that i got was bondage is freedom even even when you feel True contracted, way. yeah. Even when you feel contracted, sometimes it's not really contraction anymore. It's just the the, the misu doing its thing due to the cause and effect of the universe, you know, different origination, whatever. So it's like before there was a, a resistance to that resistance, or 
another point is that before you were still trying to let go, like you're trying to surrender, then you realize that there's no point to trying to surrender after you sort of let go of letting go. You stop giving a fuck about like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to create this spaciousness. I'm trying to be this awareness. <laughs> when shit arises, like, now I got to do my own. You might like, you know, expansion thing, but I mean, it just happens. Yeah. Or like, like try to like get back into a certain state. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every state now is equally valid. Yeah. Yeah. Even the stages of awakening, what we talked about. See, when I was making that, I was, I was, I know, I know this hierarchy is ultimately false, but I was slightly attached to it. the no self emptiness uh things because I was going through that out that mm-hmm. was the phase I was in. I had just stepped out of the cockpit. And uh, now even that's gone. The self and no self integrated together. Like that's really like your desire, the universe desire. You want to even call it desire. One. The, right. Like the human aspect very important. Yeah. Yeah. And that has uh, beautifully come up as bringing the celestial terrestrial or the the air into earth. However, yeah, yeah. yeah. And making it cellular, uh, electromagnetic. Yeah. Like making it every moment, not just like sometimes, you know, or like as a concept. Yeah, it's the, uh, the infinite and the finite. Right, and I and I'm feeling more and more that sort mm-hmm. of that that end of it all seeking um, also expressed similarly, like you were just referencing, which is very much like the middle way, like even bondage is freedom itself, exactly, and so yeah. there's there's no urge to change anything. So yeah. meaning it's all perfect as it is, and so. Um, there's no desire to change infinity to wake up because yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i even lost that desire to, to talk about this stuff <laughs> it's like the like i said earlier really, every state is equally valid you know the ego state like the awareness state is whatever um, god god state ram and love no self emptiness it's all all the same mm. Yeah, but one, but once you're going through it, it's like holy fuck! I thought that was it. This is something else. Yeah, yeah. But all of that is just a reaction of the rest of it. Even the labels of the Even different the stages, you know, or, or the experiences of it, either like spiritual highs or spiritual lows, or however you want to quantify it. it it's just the, the the remainder of the seeker or the remainder of the conditioning is still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. It's still dissolving. The process of dissolving, the process of physically dissolving your body, mind, your greater experience, that process is the same process from the beginning. But that the mind, the mind responds to those different openings. And it's a little different, a little different taste in each stage. And the more you dissolve, the bigger the opening. And the more you experience like divinity, yes. or light, whatever. Yes. You know, and then after a while, even that's integrated and right. so, like i said like once god recognizes god also disappears like right. when you really recognize this self, the self disappears right it's like the wind when you come to wind the sky becomes the sky 
Right. Right. And it's been really important for the seeker to exhaust itself in the process to sort of keep going as the sense of self doesn't feel like it's gone and then question, well, what is the cause of the proliferation of that identity and location and sense of mm -hmm. others and that kind of thing. And then um, that's really been a helpful way of, of looking at it is this sort of proliferation from spaciousness or from emptiness, like just seeing those proliferations, seeing where there's resistances. Well, why is there no, why is there a resistance there? Mm -hmm. And then like kind of turning the eye on itself and just being like, where is it in the body? What, right. what have I, what have I locked in cellularly into a contraction somewhere? And mm -hmm. is it something about my life, something about some stories, some traumas, some shadows, and how can I ease my way into it and sort of unlock that and, and, uh, let that go, express it and let it go. Yeah. yeah. Just the stuff that you look at really, the stuff that you haven't, yeah. the only reason why you're not like, is the sky is because things that you haven't looked at. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and most people like spend their whole life running away from, from that. Yeah. You know, like that's why you tell normal people to just sit down for like um, 10 minutes, not even a retreat. Just don't do anything for 20 minutes. They wouldn't want to do it. They yeah. wouldn't want to look at the thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the nature of it reveals itself through do nothing and yeah it's yeah and it's really scary that's why uh, yeah. it's very scary yeah. especially at towards the end when there's like a tiny bit of resistance left but then even though the sensations are tiny the effect of like the, the trigger point is huge because that's the right. only thing that your whole life is dependent on yeah uh, it's like if you let go you're gonna die and if you don't let go you're gonna there's nothing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's why I did Shantae calls it the, the witch of the gut. Yeah. It's like, you know, you look at this, let's just look at a very physiological matter. Like your whole body design it usually starts with the head, hopefully in the waking of the mind, the heart, the solution of the chest there. And then all the deepest conditions are stored in the gut. Like yep. Close to the dick. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when you have that opener, that's when you lose the doer. Yeah. Like when you open up the mind, you, know, you lose the, the seer, thinker, here, whatever. But then when you go all the way down, the bottom of your nervous system, that's when the, the doership drops. And then it, it's the same process. It's just, it gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. So it is for my the, the doer will also become. Right. Uh, right, the gut and those lower energy centers oh, are such yeah. a deep store of those yeah. Yeah. that really badly want to be expressed, to be released uh, into greater freedom, into sky. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and a big part of the end of seeking is also the end of questions also. So, oh yes, right. so, yeah, definitely talk about that. <laughs> no more, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the desire for you, right? Right. It's like the way I describe the spiritual seeker is just commentary in your head. Like it just 
voice in your head that's commenting on this process that's already happening by itself. It's not like you can do anything about it. I mean, during the process, sure, you just feel like you have to try harder for most people. But after a while, there's nothing you could do about it. And the, the voice in your head is commenting on this, oh, where you're on the path, or question things about reality, you know, what's reality, what's consciousness, what is God, uh, what is this made out of? And then at the end, the voice is complete. I'm so quiet. There's right. no more questions coming in there. Right. And every one of those questions is so important for the seeker's journey. Yeah and, yeah. and and there's a way to be more efficient by asking those bigger questions off the bat as quickly as you can. Like what, what is reality? What is God? What is this field? What, what is all of this? Um, yeah. As what is a sensation? What is energy? If you really get to that stuff faster, in, instead of like playing in the noise, let's say, um, find the needles in the haystack. Right, right. Um, and then it'll create a greater um, dis dissolution of the center faster. Um, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree, yeah. That's why a lot of people that go on the path, they start asking these questions for young. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And the, uh, I think it's important to question things. But uh, at the end, the answer is right. Everything is that. I mean, yeah. that's what the Zen koan. Every single Zen koan has the same answer. It's just this, right? Yeah. But then you, it's so difficult to talk about this because when you tell people this is it or like, just this, it, unless you went through the whole unfoldment, it's very difficult to understand what you're talking about. They're going to relate their current levels of like, consciousness to the what is. So a lot of people just go, oh, there's nothing to do. But the what is before and after the, the practice uh, finishes, at least to that point, uh, is completely different. I would say it's like I always tell people: you put the the Frankie in this experience right now, which is quite ordinary. Like even just like a month before uh, you know, the shift, he will lose his mind. Yeah, yeah, but it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and another good way to put it that will I feel like we'll continue elaborating on in the content that we create is that there there seems to be so, some sort of a like a, a like a heads up display that has a bunch of like concepts and ideas and identities and whatnot and the inquiry process is sort of like dissolving those like assumptions and identities and location and all that kind of stuff. And then you sort of, that loop closes on, on itself and you sort of see, right. you see what it's like to not have a heads up display, like where, mm. where there's no identity, no location, no ideas, no concepts, total innocence, um, just beautiful surrender. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And it's a really good analogy in some ways to, to video games. People are aware right. of playing the games with the heads up display and what it's like to not have a, a display of tons and tons of little icons, basically, and stuff that you're constantly managing with your mind and like pinballing yourself between them endlessly. Um, so it's like the cessation of that thousands of times. Yeah, so it's like when the video games just place itself there's no need to have icons telling the user what to do 
pretty much. Yeah. 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 Even the icon of emptiness and love. And even yeah. I am yeah. exactly. <laughs> even emptiness and like no self, even even awakening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's really hard to follow when you first discover it. It's like you go down the and you attain those different realization. You access those different states of consciousness and you let all that go. In a sense, it's almost like I think Ramana Mahashi said something similar when he said like one of his like final teachings, like oh, most people are not ready for that. This is the it's the part of the spiritual ego. The, the the part of the seeker. Part of the seeker just has to end. Yeah. And then you go on the spiritual path and you dissolve all the, supposedly dissolve all the, the program, but you're still sitting on the program of spirituality. That last program, there's a place like that you can't even see. Yeah, and the, the solution of that, it's really, it's, like we talked about earlier, for me at least, was like the, the core, like the gut. Right. And it's not like spirituality itself is the problem, it's just that the rest of the company has to hang out to something. So when you use spirituality to just, uh, dissolve everything else, the rest of the, the tiny bit of us that's like in the bottom of your gut, what does it have to hang out? Everything else I can see through, it's just going to hang out to spirituality. Yeah. Like, or you're all awakened. Right. Right. Now you're living. Yeah. yeah. Right. And there's a, such a, like a beautiful, subtle solidity of spirituality and awakening that's there. And it just, yeah, wants to proliferate itself um, around as emptiness is equal to form and that this is all infinity or endlessness and it's all one yeah, big field true. and um, you investigate your sense of self to wake up and and then just letting go of even that and just... Yeah, exactly. It's just like, so what's left? It's just groundless and yeah. it's scriptless. Um, and it's just beauty. And, um, and yeah, even there's just such high, it's just beautiful. E also equanimity through even the sensation that is, uh, some sort of pain or, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a whole different ballpark. Um, yeah, 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 it is. It's, it's, uh, so all the stuff you went through in spirituality is like, transcendence of the self, like a, a temporary transcendence of the self. And the dropping away of the self, permanent dropping away of the self, it's in a different ballpark than any mystical state, any psychedelic state, yeah. any states. The way I describe what's left after you lost it, all transcendental state, or mystical state, all absorptions and meditation. Yes. Uh, and you can't comprehend this at all. Uh, with the, the rest of the solidity, with the rest of the self. Like, you just can't. Like, and, and that's why I, I don't even know how to talk to people about this, you know, because I, they still kind of need some kind of anchor. Right. Yeah, because if you give this thing to uh, a person too early, you're going to think you're, oh, you, you didn't realize anything. Of course, it's kind of true, I think. <laughs> like, the ultimate realization is like non realization. <laughs> You know, I don't even think about realizations anymore. But I'm gonna say, if you, if you tell them, if you if you want to share this, you still have to kind of package it in a, a more or less like a, a, a way that people can kind of use as an anchor to unpack. You know, for, 
for them to like heal or else yeah they're either gonna think like you're, you're crazy or they're gonna think you're um you haven't done anything or I, I don't need to do anything. yeah or that yeah. you know there's nothing to do sure yeah yeah, yeah. and ultimately it's before the seekers the top and it does feel like the in many ways the threefold training is such a direct way for the seeker to investigate itself um, because morality is very common across all religions and philosophies um, and so it's unique to whatever that uh, entity uh, feels like is moral whatever is good and it, mm -hmm. and etc and um and of, and of course, there's f f feels like commonalities, uh, like the more that you feel the interconnection of everything, um, like this can't the live, more the more ethical you are. Exactly. Like this can't live without the phytoplankton and trees. Everything's in that yeah. interdependent cycle. And so yeah. when you and so that means all life is in that interdependent s s cycle with itself. And so. This like living, breathing, pulsing, morphing cycle. And so then mm -hmm. if, you, if you really sort of anchor in that first thing of morality, which is like the when sort of self-awareness kind of boils up, you could say that morality is one of the first places that it tends to go. And then and then <clears throat> along with that, if concentration or focus is is desired um, and it's applicable to all parts of life, it's not just. Um, meditation and inquiry, but it's also, you know, well, why am I a slave to social media? Uh, why can't I focus for more than um, five seconds on someone who's talking to me? Why am I already lost and waiting for my, my own turn to speak or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. And so concentration focus uh, helps you develop in all aspects of life, like even a greater sense of empathy with like listening to someone talk, all of these types of ways. So concentration helps. And then oh, yeah. through morality and concentration, wisdom is gradually revealed more mm -hmm. and more. And I'm, that's, that's, I feel like it's just such a classical um, perennial pointing, that style, that approach. Yeah. For, for the viewers that don't know what we're talking about, he's talking about the, um, what is it called? The threefold training, Buddha's, Buddha's threefold training. Buddhism 101, right. morality, um, concentration, it's like, yeah. Or, yeah. Shia Samadhi Panya. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can hear it going. Going good chanting in the background. <laughs> okay. I have something to say about that. Hold on. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up and with the whole integration thing because I think the whole integration process, morality is. Yeah, I didn't realize how important morality is until like after I've maxed out the wisdom axis. Yeah, for some people, they, I mean, you can pretty much connect all three pillars if you just take one to the extreme. Um, the morality layer is certainly pretty much infinite. Like, you can just keep going with that, be more ethical, people, just be a better person. But the inside access, the wisdom access, there is, you know, when when revealed, close to loop or whatever, losing the center part of the loop. But even after that, 
the rest of the, the conditioning still has to be stuck into the, the, the emptiness. And that process is all concentration too. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about the surfacing, right? Of those conditions. Yeah, just, yeah the surface of the condition. After, right. you, after you access, you flip the switch around the wall, all your conditions are not going like, to evaporate to the mm-hmm. line to truth right away. It's impossible. Like most teachers, it takes up to like seven years or like 10 years to completely uh, integrate everything. You know, I don't know how to, I'm just taking it moment by moment right now, but like on the conventional level, that does make sense. And even though there's nothing more you can do on the, the wisdom access development after you, um, you know, reach the end of that, the morality part, concentration, you can always be improved. And the three, they, they go, they go, um, they really feel in a way that you, you can't really see unless you really bring up the morality as well. Because it's like, if you, how concentrated are you going to be just and meditate or even just, you know, to your mind is you know, filled up with what should I do? Or to go or like just to have the things that you did, right? Self and stuff. You don't have concentration. You can't penetrate reality. You can't mm-hmm. like, you know, develop solidity and you can't reveal the wisdom. And the more wisdom you have, the more you can see, holy shit, I'm such an asshole. Or I was, it's to a certain degree, you know, I can always be a better person. Yeah, yeah. And then the concentration can also help people see clearly, not just yourself, but how you interact. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. I'm noticing that integration is the terrestrialization or the earthing or the embodiment of the celestial and whatnot, the air, um, yeah, the realizations exactly. and the insights. And the integration I've noticed has a deepening when one distances themselves a little bit, at least from the games of identity and the games of civilization, um, the games of self and others yeah. and lack and all yeah. that stuff. So meaning the more time that you take, and this is why, Again, alone, it, yeah, alone, yeah. alone, because just like in the Theravada Buddhism, uh, the the retreats, the ten day silent retreats, um, right? Those you 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 do you know how to mm. shut up for ten straight days and not say a word? Do you know how to not use technology for ten straight days? Um, do you know how to not talk to people? All that kind of stuff, and what you see is that in your integration, if you also stop all your social media postings and communications, you stop texting and calling um, and only just tune into like the go, go and wake up and sunbathe, like lay out in the sun, listen to nature, to mother nature, um, go to the gym, take care of your body, the fitness side, the nutrition side of things, and just lay and do nothing, be nothing, be no one. Don't engage in goal achievement and attainment and just do nothing. Be no one and just keep do over. I mean, that's that's integration. That's training. Doing nothing is like lifting weights, bro. Especially in the beginning when you haven't done nothing ever before, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
and you'll see how quickly that little urge to want to communicate your insight on social media. Yes. You'll, you'll, yes. you'll, yeah, yeah. You'll see that loop. Yeah. You'll finally you know see it. <laughs> I know I've been through that myself. So I can see in other people, like I'm not judging them because again, I did the same thing. Like after a shift, like after like, doesn't matter. I see a lot of people like they just go on social media and immediately just posting about it. I mean, I think that's great too. There's awesome like minus sides to this. I think it's great that you share because first of all, you share, you also kind of dissolve it as well. Right. So it's it's a way to dissolve right, right. You know, that. that Sure. And then if other people get something out of it, that's great. But there can't be like a fine line. There could be a balance that you kind of you do it too much, they can overshoot yourself, you know. But if you don't share at all, that's also like right. might, middle kind of way, like, middle way, right? It's in the middle, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's it's neither exactly. neither. It's not. Yeah, neither sharing nor silence, you know, something like that. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like the one, of the first, the first Discord that the Buddha gave was called the Middle Right. So he went to those ascetics. How do you say that? Uh, that a, word. Ascetics. Ascetics. Yes, ascetics. Ascetics. Sorry, yes. ascetics. Right. So he met a bunch of ascetics. I just meditated in a cave. Um, they don't even go out. They just like talk like they don't eat even. Uh, they're just like torturing themselves and then buddha went through that and like this is not the way because you're just not creating more resistance you're creating this thing. no this no that. you know uh and then buddha went, i mean he was a prince first so he went did the whole like debauchery that he didn't do already and then he went the other way of the extreme and instead of, and then he walked out of there and it has to be in a way and right. then told them that's, that's not the way it's brought. I mean for I guess for some people it is but uh, at least for the people that I've seen interacted with right. middle ways of respect right yeah. just like the meditation people always ask me should I do like contraction practices like vipassana mindfulness or should I do, do meditation or just relax and I'm like they're two sides of the same point yeah. that's the same point And that speaks a lot that the first teaching was middle way. That yeah. that should be a big indicator of of this. So what what does that sort of mean to be in the middle between emptiness and form or whatever two poles that you want to like what does it mean to be in the middle or in a superposition of them both at the same time and neither of them and then you get into the indescribable and the ineffable and ineffable right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> the, the way i always describe it is the middle way is more like what transcends both sides of the duality which includes both sides of the duality yeah. But you need to kind of max out on both sides to be able to transcend them. So, yeah. the, the inconceivable is really uh, just the notion that um, emptiness is also just conceivable, right? Because it's, it's empty of possibility. Yeah. And if you look at physicists, they delve really deep into nature, reality, over atom, you know, going down to the particles and the subatomic level. 
like you know springs and quantum level realize that the deeper they get into react the more can can see right like richard five in quantum mechanics quantum mechanics thinking it could be said about the spectrum did you think you understand god do you think you understand emptiness do you think you understand the self or whatever you don't understand whatever you're trying to because it's inconceivable but then this inconceivability is not like the mind doesn't know it's like it's not like an ignorance of the mind it's like you become reality so much that you can't see itself yeah that's the the, the way i describe it so, so it's not like you're going away from it. you actually experience experiences itself at a much deeper level your realization becomes much deeper when you let go of your identity your identification to your realization um and or your desire to know what that realization yes. or any kind of answers or questions that are generated by the mind you know what is reality um, what is conscious drop all that that's when proud or constant reality that is a point that's not even your world happening but it's the experience, for lack of a better word, business can yes. be itself more complete. Because if there's still a duality between like what's knowing, what's knowing it, then it's still, you know, right. there. Right. If, you, if you think you might still know something, yeah, there's still a know in the know. And until that point when it feels like it has fully closed the loop on itself and then there's whatever it is for it to ignite itself, um, which is really just igniting its own um, dissolutions of its own assumptions about um, self and others and world and identity and location all that kind of stuff um as those things fall apart then it knows itself more and more cleanly and then it ends its own seeking and it ends its own questioning and it exactly. it, it ends its own uncomfortability ends its own resistance um and it can sort of allow the rawness of sensation to be as it is and be mm -hmm. in full love with that and yeah 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 because it knows itself as the itself. Whole, as itself as this whole uh you oh oh yeah cosmic octopus to bring that back from our um yeah, yeah it's just all of those sensings that are happening and um and there's nothing but love for itself so it just it just it just spaciously opens its heart up to whatever conditioning needs to unravel itself. And then it just holds that loving space. And um, whether it's a parent or a friend or someone that needs to heal or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what else are we gonna do? I miss <laughs> I just miss you so much, man. I'm I'm so excited <laughs> to play. Um, yeah, I love playing. I still love talking about stuff, uh, but it's just I'm from different places. Yeah. yeah. I miss the same place but different, you know. It's like it's not a necessity necessity for me anymore to like wanna yeah. share yeah. No, I still do share. Not like right. it's not like a mission, man, like right. to prove something. Or to 
Right. We wake up tomorrow. Well, that's gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Gosh. And that's that's the thing is kind of like feeling um the whole um and just sort of allowing it to suffer. Oh, okay. Like I mean in the sense of like allowing um the uh, polarized propaganda and the the hatred and the egos and the separation and the not knowing itself as the whole like allowing that suffering to happen like seeing that that is infinity knowing itself in that way and that it exactly it, yeah so the sort of the urge to to <clears throat> when when somebody speaks from a partial perspective when they're not like speaking from the whole there's no longer the urge to want to insert itself to change that perspective to be more holistic all right only right. only when that entity turns on itself and wants to know how to feel more holistic then it's pure for um, asking a question and then seeing that itself is just reflecting to itself how to see more holistically to let go of the center to let go of the self um, and that's healing for it so it no longer f feels so charged basically just charged in some sort of um, it, it's just some sort of like hatred that it's like the social conditionings that brew in a collective where there's got to be someone to point and say is the other and then hate and then make propaganda about why to hate them. And it just happens between, you know, the two sides of the political poles in a country or um, it happens between nations in that way. Um, it's just that and then to really feel okay with that totally equanimous about that it's it's one's own healing from the social conditioning itself right right And those that can feel it can also feel it in these silences. You can feel it when you just hug your mom, dad, or friend in a long embrace and you just don't feel like you're there. Where are you? That's what we're talking about. And so even if you feel a lot of solidity, you can really feel it in these, begin to feel it in these just simple exchanges. Mm-hmm.
Oh yeah, tell me about that shit that you said you had earlier. Like, how did you make that? Like, was that uh, you said um, the shit from right. the identification not to right to be on that? Yeah. I'm sure that right you hear it, but right, it's like right. a lot of people can identify. Oh, I, I mean, a lot of people have gone through that, I guess. It's uh, yeah. right. Yeah. How did you're talking about? Right. So, one one of the fun ways to put it is like Adi Shanti says, coming to the end of your rope. So. So, and even just in the spring, um, spring, what is right now? Fall? Yeah. Was this summer? We're entering end of summer, entering into fall. So several months has been, it's been like this. And, you know, I'll say even these simple things like, you know, Rob Berbea and seeing that freeze, which you initially hinted me towards, right? Even just these simple things like when I'm introduced to the idea of proliferation, even just that, you know, that it just conceptualizes. What is that again? Well, it's like, like papancha, right? So it's like the proliferation of the sense of self and others and identity and location, separation. Right, right, right. And what did you say about that? Well, well, because I, I hadn't made the click before that um, Nibbana, the being gone, was actually about the cessation of weaving. So like you're done weaving, you've stopped weaving. So meaning you've stopped proliferating. Right, okay. Right, okay. right, right. And so, That's why. and so at that time in the spring, I was like, wow, just by sort of finding these needles in the haystack um right. it can sort of create a greater like more sudden shift and then that gradually empties um those conditions that surface mm-hmm. and uh and so yeah it's just i i've also really sort of been enjoying um identitylessness i think that's another good way to to share what the this the spaciousness um the love feels like um and so it really feels like being more and more gone and it's uh it's quite nice and it's it's very it's very cellular it used to be very conceptual i have a and many times have been reflected that I have a very sharp mind and that comes from the studying of so many of these concepts and ideas. And it's so tempting, especially in... That's uh, the... To be a concept ninja. Yeah, it's like um, you have to let go of your intellect. And that's a really hard one to go of, especially if your whole life you've been conditioned to think that you're the smart person you actual like i know i did that for like 10 years like 15 years and i was really i think uh, my mind my brain you know 
how creative I was, how smart I was, the books I read, how much like smart content I was putting out. Yeah, and then and it's, the, the irony is that a lot of people who got on the path you know, got on the path because you know, obviously are very good thinkers. They they question things a lot, you know, they inquire into things, and they're obviously very smart. And people like Sam Harris, for example, he's super smart, you know. But then like that's the the weapon that they've been using. But at the end, you have to let that weapon go too. <laughs> yeah. And that that's one of the hardest things I had to do during yeah. the past. It's like before I was like, oh, Frank came. Frank came was a bodybuilder, and then the Frank came mind, <laughs> my fucker, and then oh, uh, spirituality and jhana, god mind. But then even the gamma has to has to be like the wolf. Uh, yeah. But then the gamma deeper after you let go. And I would say my intellect became sharper after I let go. Yes. But whatever you let go of, right. you actually you, you become it. It's, that's why I say a realization cannot be a realization until you swallow the whole and digest it. And then it becomes it. Yes. If you still look at it, if you still identify with the, if you're like intellectualizing about it, you're perceiving it, experiencing it, then it's not you yet. Yeah. So that's the subtle difference between the God conscious phase, God realization, and no self. It's like at the God phase, sure, you, you access the, the bound, vast time, this uh, infinite awareness. But then the, that's, that space is actually dissolving your, the rest of your the rest of your condition. But then once you get to the very end, it's almost like there's still a particle in the center. And if there's a particle, a point, there's going to be a circumference. But without that point, the conference is also. So I would say, like the whole God consciousness thing, or like Jonas and all those Nicholas, it's still a thing for a lot of people because there's still a point here. You try to measure it, yeah. you try to attach it, yeah. to, to try to experience it, to try yeah. to look at it from some. Now, once that point is gone, so it is the conference. That's true infinity. But then at this point, you don't even you don't even even uh, there's infinity anymore. Yeah. They end up infinite bra. Right. Right. <laughs> and and it so goes with all those notions about like distance and depth. Yeah. Even just like, you know, clouds here, the clouds over yeah. here, the screen is here. All that's right. I eventually get this up. It's like VR cargo, man. Right. You know, it's, you know, you're in a virtual world. There's depth and distance and colors and character that you can see hints. But then you're no, they're not real. And that's what Buddha means by um, infinite, really, no inherent existence. Right? So when you take off the goggles, the exact same thing happens. Yeah, it's just a fabrication. Like looking at your own hand right now, looking at the hand of the VR goggle, it's the same thing that's going on. Yeah. And uh, there's no depth here. There's no depth. Right. Right. So it's like you're permanently stuck in a VR set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, again, going back to inconsistibility, like words like inconsistibility yeah. and suchness, yeah. you know, it's all about this, about this. Like you've never actually seen yourself. Like you you actually, actually don't know what you're looking yourself. at. Yeah, like even just like whole notion of like the, of the self, you know, it's like the only reason why I thought I had a self is because I thought I knew what I was looking at.
or what I was feeling. If I close my eyes and I, there's the image of Frankie and popping in my head, I know that's me. I'm feeling associated with Frankie. I know that's me. But you don't know what those sensations are, really. Completely inconceivable. Right. Uh, you don't know what it is apart from the representation of it. Right. But what is the representation of? Nothing. <laughs> yes. yeah, some formless mystery. Yeah, it's just a complete mystery. It's a complete mystery, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you kind of also go beyond this whole duality of like idealism versus Right. Or like solipsism. You find the middle way actually because you realize always mine, sure. But that doesn't tell you anything about what the mind is. That doesn't tell you that you're the only mind that exists. So it's not exactly solipsism. And it's not it's not exactly materialism either, because you never actually experience form with um, you know, the, the, the sensorial and a perceptual uh apparatus and experience you which is not exactly physical. You usually touch a rock, it's a sensation somewhere nothing out of nowhere right and but you can't also you can't deny the, the existence of an external world either like no one exists you know that's just jumping into another side of the extreme so i actually think that's a really great middle way to to, to so be in it. it's like yeah everything is but then does it mean that you're the only magnetics there's a lot of people that solipsism they just kind of put you know, their, their sense of like this you know brain cost or even the whole idea like everything's conscious or, or like everything's some you know infinite like creator or whatever yeah at the at the end you just don't know yeah just don't know what the fuck is yeah and that's that period, that's where the beings yeah right <laughs> well, <sighs> i found what <clears throat> what we um, mentioned in this last bit about VR to be so helpful. Um, so go and put on a VR headset and have the experience. Yeah. It's a good way to practice. It's a good way to practice. And, and then also, as we mentioned earlier, there's like all these, when you're doing this VR, you can see it as all these different like icons, right? Of, oh, I am this body mind and name and i see all these other body mind and names and my relation to them my own mm. beliefs and ideas concepts and m my own resistances and all these things these are like the little icons on the vr and so a good way to sort of tune into this as we've been referencing is what happens when all of those things are dissolved all of those, so mm -hmm. all of those solidities are decontracted. They're unwinded, unknotted, untangled, and then the headset knows itself, um, and also does not know how crazy, mysterious, whatever this is is. Yeah, and it's a big thing to ask a heads a headset an a headset entity to to ask itself are you actually your identity and location right so that's if you really want to get to the needle fast ask yourself that and inquire into that and 
and retain a high level of focus during do nothing and Vipassana style inquiry. And very quickly, um, you'll unwind it more and more and you'll become more kind of bouncy and playful and loving in the whole field. And it's just, it's sort of, it's what you seek, but you're kind of looking for it in the VR headset itself instead of in, um, sort of unwinding all of the contractions of the headset. Yeah. Yeah. Or just ask the, the VR person, how he's seen it be if his friend or him put on the VR set and thinks that the character is actually him or like the, the depth and distance yeah. and locations in the video game are actually there. Yeah. So you actually waking up from the identification to that one character so to the entire game. Yeah. That and that's where the, you know, why people call it God, God realization. It's, it's, yeah, it's, you wake up to the entire feel of experience, the totality of experience. Yeah. No inside or outside, no center, no locations, no directions. There's not even a source of attention, right? Because like every single particle, quote unquote particle, every single corner in this field of the VR, you can call it where. It's not like the, the, the main character in VR is actually looking at other characters or interacting with them. You know, it's just the whole game that's just playing itself, interacting with itself, and knowing itself. Uh, yeah. I love that. Um, I, I'm going to put that as the quote in the thumbnail. Waking up from identification with the one character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that the character can still be there, of course. You know? It's just like, now you can express it even more freely. Yeah. And then another video game analogy is, is Wicked is kind of like being a game and then you turn into it, jump out of the screen, turn into it, now you have all those ecos. Now you can just that without any other. Mm. Now you're playing the not the finite game. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, you talked about this earlier, I think it's so beautiful, um, is that the sharpness of the intellect as it sort of drops, it relaxes itself and its attachment to all the icons and whatnot and drops more into the heart and into the gut and into emptiness and love, Everything. right? Everything, nothing. As it does that, the this it's inexplicable it's like a new dimension of sageness opens up and like childlike innocence has re uh emerged and um <clears throat> so like when someone starts um when they say something like do you even know about this thing and then you just look at them and you're like no i don't know what is that Tell i me. don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. and as soon as as soon as you say that you learn that you're the power is actually there that's where the power is to say that yeah, yeah. it's not to s fight back with a sword and to i know what it is i don't have i'm not i'm good i know you know that's um and um <clears throat> something totally new as a as an intelligence that's way more exactly. way well, more intelligence yeah. yeah that's all that right it, i i always said and the human intellect, it's it's just a speck of dust within this infinite field, infinite shapeshifter. Right. 
Right. And yeah, even just if I go like this, that thing changes forever, right? Yeah. So and then it's almost like it's bizarre to think that if you if you play in the Batman game, it's bizarre to think that Batman game exists. It doesn't. It's only the Batman game. And then when the Batman moves, the whole world is rendered with him. Yeah. That's that, that that's the experience right now. It's like the past and the future, even distance, space, time, all that stuff are just constant. You know, so like Maryland rent doesn't exist. Even even the bathroom rent exists until I render it. Right. right. So it's like this moment, moment render, and that's another really good analogy for like impermanence. Yeah, yeah. As this constant future thing, yeah, it never stays uh, like nanosecond. Yeah. But then you can't really realize impermanence without dissolving center, because the center is always going to try to like right. take snapshots of the world, like try to solidify it. Right. Right. Yeah. Recently, you also shared it like, uh, uh, as you just spoke about it as a rendering, it's that the whole universe moves to the bathroom. The whole, With, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as yes. the universe moves to the bathroom, like that's what it's, it's, it's the actual fundamental energy or vibration or the atomic units, etc., that are doing the moving itself to that location yeah. to empty its bladder um yeah yes and that's also has into different origination well it's like when you walk the universe is walking and this is infinite webs of conditioning yes. and yes. cause and effect that's making every little thing happen right right and then just yeah, yeah like just, just yeah, going to the right. bathroom just and pooping it's just the universe pooping yeah. and then it's, it's again it's really hard to uh to communicate to, to, to different people because if you just tell this to someone who hasn't gone to the show, I think you're talking about like real science or like. Well, oh, well, like, there's and I mean, there's a there's a really I feel more and more openness to this as um, the way that it's expressed becomes more and more clear. So when we were sharing that there's a going to the bathroom, what's being shared is that there's a dependency on this water, planetary water cycle and the consumption of fresh water from the faucet systems of Taiwan or the United States. And then there's the dependency of the bladder reaching a point that then wants to, uh, as it expands, and now it wants to contract and empty out the water into the plumbing system that then goes right back into the hydrological cycle after a, a purification of sorts. So meaning that you're the whole web of dependencies, like you're that whole endless um, infinite web that is that sensate experience. So, and if the identity is sort of decentralized to that web, um, it can feel more free and more empty and more loving and and, and effortless and flow, um, not a doer and a center. And so I feel like the analogies are becoming more and more um, available as though the the bite of the apple, and we've I feel like we've also talked about this, but that comes from the whole dependent web 
of the agricultural system itself and the transit, the supply chains, the grocer, the monetary system, the exchange of the money for it or growing it on the apple tree, either scenario. And then it goes through the digestive process and it empties itself. So, and it goes right back into the cycle. So that tuning into dependent origination and these webs that are endless in all directions that make the morphing of sensate reality that decentralizing your identity into that is it's wholeness it's love um so that i feel like it's becoming more readily available um recognizing these these dependent webs and how everything shapeshifts like that and sort of being the energy that's doing that shapeshifting yeah but at the, at the end, even uh, impermanence gets you know as well, uh, because there's not even time for the rising. Uh, yeah, that's when you get like non-rising, like passing non-arising. Uh, but it, uh, I think everything that everything on the conventional level still stands. It's not like we talk about. Like, oh, anything, whatever. Uh, you don't have a self. Whatever. I mean, there's no space, no time. I mean, uh, uh, on the level, that's true. But on the conventional level, they, they still exist. You right. still play with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and being and not being at the same time exactly yeah. absolute and relative at the same time and mm -hmm. whatever that is and isn't is you know it's that that you can't say it and you can sort of feel and you know be that and not be it but it's i've noted i've noticed that actually being more tuned into the absolute reality um, is sort of what the relative reality is in a sense seeking. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So don't, don't get pulled out of that just because there's a ton of social conditioning that is um, saying that, oh, you can't not be your name. You can't be unilocal and non-local. You can't do that. And then getting sort of pulled out of, of that to play in some relative game when all it sort of wants is to watch you just spaciously love their statements. Um, and uh, so, and sort of let them gravitate more and more towards a deeper um, insight into uh, an absolute reality. When you talk about the proliferation, uh, the, the, the way I like to put it is just the, the, the way that sensations stop clinging on to the sensations. So I get the, at the microscopic, sensual level, sensorial level. At the microscopic level of um there's no more clinging because all clinging comes from sensations trying to tangle themselves entangle themselves to other situations and try to take credit from other situations. That's the source of all 
Uh, I think that the thing that Robert Bergman talked about is the, the complete cessation of any sensation, any cluster of sensation trying to correspond to another cluster, to entangle another cluster. And one of the last things to like untangle is like this direction of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like even after the sphere is dissolved, there, there still can be a little, like, almost like a ghost somewhere in there that wants to feel like it's looking at things. Yeah. yeah, or sometimes things in here might get solidified when you're certain things, especially things that things that uh, are conditioning, you can sort of sense it literally like trying to like pretend to look at that object from the subject. Uh, so that arrow, that's what the, the picture that the guy, right. um, the guy from, we should know that. Uh, it's such that was, a good one. Yeah, put that in right here. One of the that, best uh, ones. Yeah, what is it? The first stage is like the ego conventional perception. The second stage, um, everything mind, uh, mind yeah. Yeah. where you see yourself and everything, your consciousness expands to be everything that's the capital self. And then there's the no self. And then the last page, it's no self without any direction of attention. Right. I think that's a great, great Victoria representation. Yeah, it's just that, um, yeah, the air of attention, even even just like sitting down trying to meditate, you see that just directing your attention to the object of meditation, it's also just happening by itself. Uh, uh, and the, 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 to get rid of the viewer or to dissolve the viewer is also one of the things that I had to take uh, It's that sense of intention, the intention of doing something. Where exactly is the point that you made this decision versus the, that decision? You can't find that point, just like you can't find the point between past, uh, and future, or between the, when this thing ends. Yes, it's the same thing. Correct. Uh, uh, yes. Goes along with the the, the, the thing too. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, they did this neuroscience like experiment a long time ago. It was one of the most famous experiments. Like when I tell people about this conversation, like my dad, he's automatically testing all these experiments. And so you know, scientists tell you to press a button, and then you press the button when you like it, and then they measure your brain waves. Somebody like brains neurons like made decisions for you, like the signals of you press moving your finger press that button right. that decision to press this button over that button already happening before you consciously decide to press that button yeah. something like that but with meditation you can actually see that uh, right. play out real time yeah and just yes. try it before you like pick up your phone you can see the intention of that it's happening before you move your hand behind that phone but where is that intention of the intention of moving your hand to move that phone you can't trace it back to anything. Again, going back to the dependent origination is dependent upon like infinite webs of conditioning. Uh, you can't trace back to the source where it's like, that's the source where I decide to move my hand. What a great way to deconstruct the center and the arrow of attention. Yeah, the center of the arrow of attention is, is really yeah. crucial. I feel like uh, I've been talking about this. Because with the center of attention deconstructing, you also dissolve the background. That's also one of the last things to involve is the background of experience. Right. Like people who are like, I was like awareness or like spaciousness right. or, you know, Godhead, usually they still have a background as an object. Is there still a foreground or a subject that's trying right, to clean right, right. to that? Really free itself to that background. Uh, 
and without the direction of attention, there's no one in the center and there's no subject at the objects. So the background, the foreground becomes one. Right. Yeah. So right. now every sensation is aware of themselves without any sensation trying to take credit from no another another concept sensation. And that the duration of karmas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all karmas comes down to that, really. Just sensation, try to entangle other sensations. Yeah, yeah. And then you see that there's not even, uh, you can't even watch thoughts anymore. Yeah, because once you dissolve the observer or the direction of attention, you realize that thoughts are embedded with sensations that simply cognize itself. So you have a thought. And then you think you have another, you think you're watching that thought by doing mindfulness, by applying the direction of attention to that thought. But that thought is already gone by the time you did that. So you have a thought, and then you have another thought of you imagining yourself watching that thought, but those two thoughts, A, B, are disconnected. So it's not like thought A, and then, oh, there's thought A, now I'm witnessing, watching thought A. Now this is awareness, this is the true self. I'm disidentified from thoughts. That's another illusion because the source of attention is another construct. Yeah. Because even that act is proliferation. It's like there's a new identity here trying to like untangle this sort of a grasping yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. All sensations simply liberate themselves. There's no grasping anywhere. And, and that goes back to what we were saying earlier about the surrender. Center arising to grasp on to a sensation and tell a story about it. And that is also the next sensation, the next whatever is arising. Yeah, yeah, yeah and not just story, but physically entangled. Uh, right, yeah, cellularly, yeah, viscerally like a, entangled, yeah. Yeah, I think always comes it's always the physical entanglement that creates this. That's why right. I keep back to the notion of this whole process of waking been a very biological yes, process. Yes, the equanimity yeah. is cellular. It's cellular. Yeah, it's it cellular. Like the only reason why you don't feel like you're biophysical is another way to say because it. of the physical solidity in the body. That's why body scan is so powerful for me. Right. Yeah, that is the only reason why I don't feel like the, the sky. You no, know, your 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 sky is because right. of the physical solidity that creates the contractions, the constrictions, the tensions. The separations it's all physical and all the traumas are more physically yeah. exactly yeah. that's why the chakras are like you know, such an important thing it's not like chakras and this is, chakras are just going to the body manifested in physical balls it's a store somewhere in your spine yeah right. <laughs> right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> whole new level of sky and lightness yeah when, yeah, totally. when those solidities and contractions are not Pro proliferating grasping right. Right. sensation yeah. just a like a yeah a pure and raw sensate reality and universe fucking up raw or something yeah you put that in right in the, in the cool i think box. that's more like that, that, that's my grad right, right. 
other, you know. Yeah, there's so many things that I used to do that, like, they just dropped away. Like, things that I, it's like the whole integration thing going back to the beginning. Like, it just happens by itself. And the more it happens, like a snowball effect. It's like at first you kind of have to fine tune it, you know, it's kind of have to like, oh, okay, I got to stay with that conditioning. Oh, I get triggered here, I better not do that or like. All that stuff, but the, 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 yeah, first you kind of have to fine tune it, and then after you know, it's more like wired to the level, it's just automatic. It's like really just not going to take you to places that isn't gonna allow it to manifest itself at the fullest and the deepest and the most perfect way. Like, you know, even though ultimate, even imperfection is perfect, but you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I dropped something that I used to do that. Trigger me, then it's not like I'm even trying to do that anymore. It's not like I'm like making an effort to like, or like yeah. it's really weird, man. But sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, do nothing meditation is like the best but in practice for integration. Yeah. And you realize how much you were contract contracting before. We've been doing Vipassana as well, contraction. Unbelievable. Vipassana meditation, like it presupposes the error of attention. Yeah. But I'll I'll, I'll keep in mind for this as well. It's almost like you're deliberately trying to fabricate a meditator or an observer, but you can design it. It's just like the spiritual. So you go on this path, you like deliberately construct a spiritual secret so you can dissolve it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And the whole time there was no center, no one. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like a big joke. Right. Yeah. Just that non-centered no oneness is love. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's a it's mystery. <laughs> and if it, it, it feels it feels like it, it feels like equanimity, equanimity. Kind of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think equanimity yeah. is a good word. Yeah, love, love has its yeah, it's, um, I, I, it's right. It's love too because unity. It's like it contains it contains all, but it's a little 
different from the kind of like when I was going through the boss stage or the kind of money phase when I was like feeling a lot of bliss here. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't use that word a lot because it's it, cold love. Like you said, it's cold. cold like, yeah. it's a, love is a, it's a great word for it. But, but, but when you say love, people are going to associate with like, mm -hmm. like the kind of mm -hmm. explosion or Mr. All that's our, all that's a part of the process. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's a little distinct in flavor. There is mm -hmm. a distinct, like you said, it's a little different. But, but but the only different again is just the the level of you know how much love you know the the up to a point where you feel like everything's love you feel because you're still like usually the love takes on the chest it's like when you're still waking up on the chest that's when you actually a lot of people are quality emptiness not about about love uh, mm. because they're, they're the the chest hasn't been so they're they're solidity here <laughs> so that's the paradox about sexuality whatever it is, whatever feeling that you're experiencing is actually the part that you haven't felt right like kundalini you still like feeling right feeling the shock experiencing all those shock right right it's the solidity that hasn't felt, right it's, you still like talking about you haven't dissolved that part right, right. that's me right yeah so yeah like the the whatever we can't it's, it's uh, equanimity yeah kind of like happiness another really uh, yeah whatever you're feeling as a ground is the curricula for dissolution yeah 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 exactly that's really good yeah. <clears throat> right 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 <laughs> like, first you kind of witness all you need to that now my ground is like, you know, is loving energy, you dissolve that. But then the thing about this is like, after you dissolve everything, then when you put back those lenses of perception, they're like we said, like the intellect that you let go of, they become even more, yeah, even more like, you know, more pronounced, more integrated, fuller. The equanimity is also sort of the equalization that the uncreated is the creator, the unmanifest is the manifest, that mm -hmm. the void is manifestation, that exactly. um, spaci yeah. spaciousness is stories. Um, or all cessation is uh, appearance. Yeah. Source is appearance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's great. And it is what it is. Yes, yes, yes. It's nothing behind. And I love that. The equalization is the equanimity. The oh, middle, that's and great. The, yeah. And the, and the middle way again. Middle way again. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like when you talk about like symmetry. You know how uh, those psychedelic people, they talk about symmetry? I think the same same guy that wrote the article that he wrote an article about five and how like five and Everything's like symmetrical. Right. Like every point, like every not just point not to just every point. other point, but points to itself. So like at the but end like of suffering is suffering to is realize, to realize symmetry. symmetry. Like the mind like is the mind only is symmetrical, symmetrical 
when there's no grasping there's no of grasp one sensation one to another sensation. sensation. Right. And what we just and said earlier, it reminds me of like just the perfect symmetry of the of awareness. Nothing stands for anything else. Nothing grasps anything else. Everything stands alone by itself, liberates itself. It is itself. Uh, in its own space, which is nowhere. <laughs> That's nothing. It's the relief that we seek and Did you ever feel like there was a part of you that still it's like it's like you had all this energy of like seeking and sharing and like you know realizing forever and then when majority of that is gone do you ever did you feel like the rest of the conditioning wants to grasp all of them but you can't and it feels like you, you feel kind of like like blue balls <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it feels like the surface. It feels like the surfacing, um, and the and the dissolving. And sometimes the surfacing expresses itself, um, and that's usually done in a in like a safe, spacious container, um, like a loving. A blanket like a loving warm blanket um so it feels the, like this is the res a grasp a grasp on the secret it's no condition that way there's nothing to so right right yeah right right it's just it's just a it's like a a constant um like non-resistance yeah um, a flow flowfulness like where yeah there the that proliferation of or of grasping it, it's not yeah it's not it it kind of blue bally um those surfacing can feel yeah blue bally um where like yeah the sense of self wants to like arise and create. wants to reconstruct itself but it can't right 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 yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. it wants it and it wants to create some sort of a new cycle so, yeah, a right. new cyclone of of whatever um yeah, yeah malevolences yeah. and and stuff yeah. but and then again the only, the only way to uh like that goes to surrender that there's no other way right because even if you practice mindfulness or any kind of direction of uh attention every time you try to direct attention to something you start to the process of vibration. yeah And it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of been this kind of awkward position where you can't really talk. It's really hard. It's hard to talk to the spirit. And it's, it's not like it's hard to talk to them. Hard to talk to them. Like, it's like, the spiritual people uh, don't get what you're saying, in a sense. Like, the homies don't get what you're saying. And like, before you can like, kind of like go, People and be like, oh, I had this realization too. It's like, right. 
into this genre of all about uh, right. <laughs> There's a new silence that dawns. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, you, you 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 also you as well. And the and everyone, the spirit, the spiritual people that you were talking to just look at you and they just see goneness and yet presence. And then the regular people look at you and you just play with them in their regular socially conditioned thing because you, you can't um, not uh, when it's brought up like just staring as the abyss at something solid that feels like it's solid doesn't it doesn't compute it like i've as i as i've done that before that salt that solidity wanted to punch this in in its in its face and so that's sort of the type of thing that um that's this new whatever however it begins expressing itself it's some way that like plays in all of these capacities, but um, another fun way to play with it is sort of like, it's very iridescent. Um, so it's, it's very, it's very, te I guess it's also very textural and like tasteful in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Like you're really very, tuned into the sense. You're really tuned into the sense, the sensation, and, and it's, it's very visceral. Visceral, right? It's very physical. That's why I can't using the word physical to describe not just the process, experience of it. That's why they call it a bomb body. Yeah, it just feels like it. Like earlier, when you walk in the bathroom, when you just walk on the street, it feels like the whole walking body. It's, it's very visceral. Nice. It's very sensible. Yeah. And very like it's not mental uh right it's very concrete uh, even though it's formed uh, yeah. but it's very yeah it's meat air, flesh and blood. air embodied yeah, yeah air embodied. Uh, it's yeah. almost like air it's solidifying back in form but you know the form is a hologram but it's there's still a texture yes yes uh, it's not like when the chest is perfect like uh right yeah all lying you're you're like unbelievably tuned into the sensate yeah right i gotta recharge my hope just give me one second the last thing we talked about i like that the physicality that's why they say chop wood carry water right right It's just so grounded in everything that you do. Yeah. Yeah, we we've also been playing with it as a air element and an earth element. Buddha had this inquiry. Oh, so he was like Buddha. dividing everything to like earth element, fire element, like, and what's another one? Everything. Earth, air, fire, water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the beginning yeah, stages yeah, yeah. of your so inquiry, you kind of noting, you just note everything is, oh, this is, you're walking on the earth, and you're like, oh, this is earth element. Oh, it's impersonal. 
and you feel emotion. Oh, this is just the fire element. Oh, this is. It's just the element of nature, and then you feel like you know thoughts or whatever. You're like, oh, that's just the the air element, whatever. At the end, the Buddha unified everything and said, "There's only the earth element." Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So There's only yeah. What is yeah this physicality? Yeah. So even your thoughts and emotions or like your highest states of consciousness, when you get stuck up in them, when you get contracted by them. You just label them as, oh, that's just earth element. My thoughts, my feelings is no, no different from the trees, the birds, the clouds. Yeah. Right. And the air is no different from like the mud. Yeah. Yes. 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 Hence the natural state. Natural state. Natty. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's like the air is full with endless um, symbols that can then be used if you find the needles in the haystack to decondition the physicality, the earthiness mm -hmm. of it. Um, and I love that. a new level of absolute perfection when doing nothing this is the freedom from this the need the to measure the need to measure the need to measure yeah yeah just going back to what i was saying before about the point in the circumference right yeah the relationship between the point of circumference only exists because of the ego trying to measure it. But the when the proliferation measure, of that center is gone, everything you know everything you is based on measurement, know, like time, space. space the ego is based on measurement. I'm better than you. I'm you know stronger than you, smarter than you, more spiritually advanced than you. Um, depth, this is closer to me than that. Yeah. That's good, the cessation of measurement. Also, the whole notion of trying to understand some question. That's like another. That's another good question to answer. Angle. All that wouldn't exist without measurements. Right. 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 Yeah. That's a pretty direct pointing. The cessation of measurement. Yeah, the sensation of measurement. Yeah. Even like that's why you know we, in the middle of this talk you talk about how even letting go of infinity yeah, right. and like eternity. Even like that's why you that know, still you kind of presupposes a kind of measurement. You know, like endless space or like some kind of like time that's like you know time that goes on forever like, you know, right it's timeless yeah yeah that's why it's really hard to put into words because because words in themselves are our measure tools of measurements you know yeah. nice that's a great i feel like that's a great place to wrap it's a great pointer <laughs> I mean, what more can we like the end of measurement? There's nothing much to say. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Even Vipassana, man, it's like all concentrated. I'm more concentrated this moment than the next. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I'm more awake yesterday than today. Fuck. <laughs> That's how measurements. <laughs> Oh, by the way, did you see the new Batman movie? My gosh, still haven't seen it yet. It's on the list. I've heard it's amazing, though. It's amazing, yeah. It's a really different take on Batman. It's like a really good mixture and in a middle way, a really good middle way of Christopher Nolan's depiction of Batman realism and Tim Burton's depiction of Batman in, like, you know, this fantastical, like, gothic, uh, imaginary environment. Because the criticism people had of like Nolan was like, oh, it was too realistic. Oh, the Batman looks so fucking weird. It's how I felt like that too. I felt like Batman looked too out of place in this perfect ordered world. Because Christopher Nolan is very like, you know, logical, very like everything's straight line. Every cut is like, uh, it's totally like left brain kind of um, filmmaker. And then it works. I mean, Batman definitely works. From his Batman definitely works. But it's a, it's a, it's a sort of like a response. It's an antithesis to Tim Burton's Batman. Tim Burton's Batman is like super poetic in a sense, like very theatrical and super right brain. And the new one is like the, the Matt Reeves one is like a mixture of both. Yeah, that's the progression of any path too. You know, like you know, Hegel say you have like a thesis, and then antithesis, then you have synthesis. So every system of learning or progression comes from that, you know. At first, the dualities, you know. First, you have this end of the duality and that end, and the fusion of the two that transcends both sides of the duality. And I think the new Batman movie did that. But then the new Batman movie is going to become the new thesis. And then in the future, there's going to be an antithesis in response to that, forming a new thesis. That's the evolution, the progression of everything from the microscopic level to the macroscopic level to the cosmic level. That's another way to perceive like contraction and expansion. That's another way and then like the mask of the Batman is like almost looks like Henry. Like, 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 like the before, it's like you can actually see his expressions before, like, really well. Like, before you can never really see what Batman is thinking when he's like in the suit. But then for some reason, the new version, like, you can actually it's very mental. It's like the most mental Batman. It's just like thoughts. It's, there's a lot of like thoughts, you know. What does it really feel like psychologically like to like be Batman, right? And I feel like Nolan's version was like very grand. It's like, oh, here's a sky view of Gotham City, and it's like you never see any close up of like Batman like doing like picking his fingernails and shit. <laughs> like, but then like in Mary's version, you can see like this just like little details of like that. These little textures of sensations that like actually points to how Batman is feeling like at the microscopic level. Uh, it's really interesting. Yeah. You should check it out. Uh, yeah. Nice. And it's whole, whole movie is about like trauma release too. <laughs> it's just about it's about the the traumatized the traumatic. It's about how Batman dissolves his conditionings. I don't think they got into too much of that in the, the early movies. <laughs> It's like Batman doing shadow work, and it's very universal too. I'm still only like twenty four percent on my Arkham Knight game. The game is fucking hard, man.
feels good feeling it like a magnetism and a, a morphing of that magnetism. Pleasure. I'm excited to. I think this talk is very different from the other ones we had. <laughs> right. I mean, we get, yeah. we get into some of the stuff, but um, from a different like, it's almost like coming in from the outside more now, yeah. but also within as well. It's both, you know. But also within as well. As exactly. Both, yeah. both of those. Yeah, yeah, both of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. both of those. Going back That's to great. like the thing we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. The thing with yeah. right. From the boundless, from that outermost in and also from the inner yes inner expansion and yes. contraction exactly expansion yeah. Contraction. yeah yeah i think at the end your realization the kind end, of just goes back into you back it's like there's nothing outside ocean ocean absorbed back into the yeah yeah for those yeah, for those yeah, people that didn't know this analogy at first you're a droplet first, like the ego is a droplet and then and as then you go on the spiritual path the droplet path, goes into the ocean, the ocean and then starts to dissolve into the ocean that's the process the of dissolution and they become the infinite ocean that's where the awareness the consciousness god consciousness phase you feel like you're everything but then the the whole ocean is absorbed back into the drop and then by that point both finish yeah there's nothing outside of it that also goes with the uh, vr analogy but it's not solipsism though it's not materialism either nor idealism right i've been looking forward to how this would morph and it seems very fruitful and I'm, I'm really excited about this continuing to blossom and us uh, playing together in person and creating more and just seeing what arises. It's just, it's very, it tastes really good. It feels really good. It, it tastes like, it tastes it like, like you. It tastes like home. It just tastes like what you always are before the conditioning piled up. Right, so it's not like you're transcending to some other worldly realm. Like, I mean, there is that, but at, at the end, you're just like, that's what you have always been. It's just, just you, that, you know, yeah, just, just self or no self. This is what you are. You know. Any final words? Yeah, that's. Let's do this little final bit. Yeah, sure. Um, so, this is, I think, our fifth conversation in our series. Yes. And. It's a it's a special series. It's a it's probably my favorite one on the channel. And Thanks, man. I mean, I have the most like expressive talks with you. Like, I have the most talks with you. I don't think I've ever done another podcast more than once. Hey, that's so beautiful, man. It's so cool. And I I feel um, there's been a lot of good like feedback. Um, so we would love to hear from you guys um you guys want to drop a comment and let us know your take on this uh fifth episode we would love to hear from you um 
uh, also, um, yeah, let us know how you feel about the evolution of these conversations because uh, it's been a while since the last one. We would love to hear from you about that. And um, I don't know, any ideas on collaborations that you guys want to see, how you'd like to see this continuing to blossom and play? Um, and um, <clears throat> also, uh, if you felt like this episode was insightful for you, uh, like the video. Um, also subscribe if you haven't yet share the video that's another really great way to continue generating the catalyst and also Frank's social channels are all linked below also so go and uh, definitely check out some of his most recent content on YouTube his most recent video distillations have been fantastic so go and check those out if you haven't yet subscribe over there and also go and check out his Instagram, his website. Um, go and check him out. Follow there. Also, Frank's still doing coaching. Yes. Also. Yeah. So send a DM over for. I think email I think email is better for that. I, I don't check my DMs that much right. anymore. Um, right. Right. Oh, do you do you have my website? Just yeah. My, yeah, my website. A, yeah, I have, I have a coaching thing on my website. You can just thanks. Yeah. 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 yeah that's probably the best way i mean um reaching out yeah e- i think right? email and d- d- via email yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find my email on website exactly um and yeah i'm just really grateful for us and this vibe mm-hmm. so, it's so good yeah. and hopefully uh in that was a great time man yeah it's coming soon it's coming um <clears throat> nice yeah that uh that feels really complete yeah you can find our links also in the bio below uh, check those out and just really feel the perfection when doing nothing yeah <laughs> Yeah, stop measuring. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Bye, guys. Infinite love. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>